Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode, another video, depending on where you are watching or listening. I have been doing a couple more interviews than late than usual lately, and I'm so excited for you guys to meet today's guest, Erica. I almost said Rachel because of Rachel. <laughs> Erica Bame. Welcome, my friend. <laughs> How are you? Thank you for having me. I just feel so delightful this morning, and I'm excited for this conversation. Amazing. So why don't you take a moment to just introduce yourself, tell everybody a little bit about your story, the work that you do, and then we'll kind of dive deeper as we get into the episode. Of course. Hello, everyone. My name is Erica Bame. I am a life and alignment coach, and I'm a founder. I'm the founder of Spiritual Leisure Lifestyle, which is my brand, my business, and like the personal lifestyle that I practice and as well as uh, a philosophy that I help my clients embody as well. So uh, yeah, the people that I love to coach and work with are ambitious spiritual seekers and just really anyone who wants to really like learn about the depths of who they are as a human and to uh, tap into their gifts and their light and really allow that to expand to the rest of the world. So it's not just their own individual self walking through their life, but they're actually able to co-create with all the people around them as well as the universe to just really create a fulfilling life and a harmonious world. So uh, that's really what my greatest passion is in this life is to practice that in my own life, but as well as guide others to do that in their lives too. And uh, yeah, my story, where do I even start? Um, <laughs> I know, as far so back many, as you want to. We have plenty of time, so however deep you want to go. <laughs> yeah, um, I always start flashing back to when I was a teenager in high school, because this is really when my spiritual awakening began. I was just really getting curious about myself and this existence and I had grown up Catholic and at that time I was just really starting to question it because it wasn't resonating with me personally and I have nothing against like Christians or Catholicism or religion but just how I was able to understand it at the time and like how it was presented to me is that I was like looking at all of these people in the church and like these teachings that they were providing me and to me it just seemed like people were sacrificing their life that they have now to get into this afterlife heaven where everything's going to be all good and great and there was a disconnect for me because I've always been someone who is just so in love with life. And I think that life has so many opportunities for us and it's so exciting. So like at that age, I had this huge bucket list. I had all of these daydreams of these things that I wanted to do once I like became an adult and had more freedom and agency. So I was like, I don't want my focus to be on this afterlife that I don't even know exists. Like I want my focus to be 
where I am right now here in the present and making that the best experience possible. And I just felt really limited by the, the religion I grew up with. I know that's not everyone's experience, but that was mine. So I set out to create my own way of being spiritual because for some reason, intuitively, I knew that if I want to live this deep, meaningful, incredible life, I need to be spiritual. But I didn't really know what that looked like at the time or how to go about that. But that really is how like my personal development journey began. And I just dove headfirst into all the books, the podcasts, any resources I could get my hands on, anything that I could learn about human potential and this universe. Like I was so fascinated by it all. And uh, yeah, I did that for many, many years and just grew so much. And uh, so many things have happened from that point up until now. But yeah, I always knew that my spiritual journey had such an incredible impact on my life and it allowed me to learn so much about myself shed so much conditioning access like incredible states of bliss and just like self-empowerment and uh, I wanted that for everyone and there's a lot of people around me because I grew up in the midwest so it wasn't very like-minded there's a lot of people around me who weren't even aware of this kind of uh, reality so I felt very alone but I knew that I wanted to share these possibilities with more people and uh, I (laughs) I remember I was in high school and we were figuring out like what career do you want to do what do you want to do after high school how do you want to make money how do you want to exist in society and seriously all I wanted to do was be a spiritual teacher or some kind of guru But of course, you know, the authority that I had around me, they're like, that's not really a thing. (laughs) And also, yeah, also at the time I was like, I don't know, I don't have nearly enough experience to even step into that anyways. So without going too much into things, I went down so, so many different paths, but I eventually got divinely led to my own life coach like a life coach kind of just fell in my lap and through that process of course learned even so much more about myself but as well as I realized hey like this life coaching thing that is actually what I've been wanting to do this whole time but I just didn't know that was the thing and also didn't quite think I could do it because I thought about like health coaching in different spaces like that because I just knew I was so passionate about personal development and really just like living your most empowered life. Um, Anyways, that's how I ended up becoming a life coach myself. And uh, here I am on this journey, serving others exactly how I'm meant to living my purpose, creating my life by design, and it's just the most incredible thing ever.
it's so amazing to even hear you tell your story because we have there are so many parallels in my own life and my own experience with like growing up in Ohio where like it's really not the norm to be a spiritual person and I also started my personal growth journey like my senior year of high school there were like a couple different health things that were coming up for me like nothing thank god nothing super severe but it was always like oh, I had a really bad case of mono and I had to be in bed for two weeks. And I'm like, and the thought of being alone was so like, okay, but like, I'm always with my friends. Like I'm always supposed to be doing something. Like, what do I do? And I kind of had this realization of like, well, then I like went to my first yoga class and I'm like, okay, I love this space. Like, this is like the most, like, I've never felt this calm in my life. Like, and anxiety runs through my family. And it's been something that has, you know, been a challenge for me as well. But and I'm the same way. Like if you could see, I have books like next to me over here, over here, like so many personal development books, so many spiritual books, like, and again, I went down the nursing path first thinking, oh, I'm going to serve in this way. Cause again, that's, it was somewhat in alignment. And that was like the normal thing that I could do that I could kind of rope myself and my spiritual side into, um, and have even considered like becoming a midwife and it's not necessarily off the table yet, but it's like, I don't, again, I think when you grow up in a place like we grew up, it's like, that's not what people are doing, but it's like what people need so deeply. Like, it's like one of those things where it's like our job to like usher this new way of living into, you know what I mean? Into these spaces that people don't even know that they need it, like (laughs) in general. So are you still living in the area that you grew up in? Yeah, I'm still living in the Midwest. I I grew up in Minnesota and I went to college in Wisconsin, so I'm still currently there, Um, but definitely have plans to move somewhere more tropical that is aligned with my greater visions that I have in life. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and even, so I just kind of want to like go back, I guess, with everything specifically with like your own journey, like how... I guess my question is, what do you, what have been like the most profound practices and rituals and tools? And I know you share a ton of them on your Instagram story. So, and again, I will link everything linked below for you guys to go and check Erica out. Um, but I guess if you had to pick some of the most profound, maybe teachings or practices or things that you help your clients with, um, or even we can even kind of tie it back to someone who's just starting out on their journey. Um, kind of giving guidance as to like where to go next, the first steps, those types of things. Totally. Yeah. There's so many directions I could go. That's why why I was trying to narrow it. I know. No, I love that question though. Um, I think definitely one of the first places everyone needs to start is Mm self-awareness. Cause if you don't know like what's going on in your own reality and like the thoughts that you have it's going to be really hard to become a conscious creator of your reality so uh, yeah when I think back to when my journey started I've always been someone who has loved journaling I've always had a journaling practice and I think that is something that really also opened the doors to my spiritual awakening because I've had a journal since I was like a little girl, always just writing down my thoughts. And uh, yeah, so that's really where I recommend people to start. Just kind of, uh, yeah, review your day at the end of the day or in the morning, 
write down all the thoughts because it really helps you to create like a clear slate to be more present to you know what is going on in my head because like starting with thoughts is also another really powerful place because uh, a lot of times we have this life that we want to live these things that we want to do this way that we want to be in the world but it's our thoughts that are limiting us or distracting us thinking that we need other things so to really be able to catch those and discern and choose what what contents you put into your mind i always um share like the quality of your mind is directly correlated to the quality of your life so that's a that's a tip i would share is self-awareness presence mindfulness um, through journaling or meditation or just finding moments in your day to be really still and observe who you are how you're being in the world um another practice that has been so foundational in my life and uh, how i serve my clients is this concept of spiritual leisure so uh, spiritual leisure leisure is something that i sort of coined myself but really what it is is anything that you love to do in life and then you're doing it with presence so like that mindfulness piece that i just shared like you're not distracted while you're doing it it's not something like watching tv where you can just check out it's these things that you love to do and they bring you so much joy and you're really able to like shut out the rest of the world and focus on exactly that and uh, it's just such a beautiful way to fill your life with things that bring you joy because when you're the more you practice feeling good in your life like the more good that you're going to experience in your life and the more positive thoughts that you're going to have the more optimistic you're going to be about your future the easier it's going to be to take the actions that are going to help you get there and as well like when you're doing spiritual leisure or these things that you love to do it's like sourcing your well-being because you're taking time to slow down, be present, and just really fill your cup. And if we want to, you know, create our dream life or just be happy, like we need to be operating from a full cup. Mm. When we're from an empty cup, like that's when we make mistakes. Creativity doesn't flow. We think negatively. Um, we're not very open and expressive with other people in our life. And another really important element of spiritual leisure that I want to share that can help people along their journey is so, you know, a lot of us like we have this vision of the life that we want to live, our dream life, our most ideal life, whatever you want to call it. We all have goals and ambitions, and especially the type of people that I like to work with. And myself included like we have these daydreams and then sometimes in the process of working towards them we start to feel really separate from it like we put our happiness in this future destination or in this goal 
And the journey to get there, sometimes it, it can feel like we're so separate from that life. And if we're constantly looking at the future, then suddenly the present moment is not enough. And we're always looking at where we want to be and we're not accepting and appreciative of where we are right now. So for people who are like really big daydreamers or you're super ambitious, spiritual leisure can be such a beautiful thing to intentionally incorporate into your life because it, it, it takes you out of the future and it brings you into the present moment. And it's an access point for you to create joy right now. Like, yeah, you're taking the steps to create your dream life in the future, but we also have this beautiful reality in the present moment. So the more that we can create joy or any of these feelings that we're after, like excitement, relaxation, safety, security, like do things in your present moment circumstances that allow you to experience those same emotions that you're kind of looking to get once you achieve some sort of future goal. Like everything we do in life, it, it's really to create a certain feeling. Like if you ask yourself why enough times, why do I want this? Why do I want to achieve this? It always comes down to a feeling. So we can use spiritual leisure, doing anything you love to create that now to sort of balance living in the present moment while creating the vision of your future. I'm smiling as you're saying that because it's so beautiful, but it's also so divinely timed that we're recording this when we are because I'm, I literally was just mapping out content for my membership and talking about what you just said of like, what is the feeling? Like what? And it's that future tripping of like, okay, like, what's next, what's next, what's next. And that's what leads people into like going and getting an extra degree because they think that that's like what they're supposed to do or then they're going to be happy or the next career or the next relationship. And it's like, we chase all these things outside of ourselves when like we've had what we needed all along. And I think that's like such an important thing for people to recognize. And just circling back to like even the journaling piece, like that's also been so, so like just beneficial for myself and like deepening that relationship to like, my soul and what I want because oftentimes and I mean really all the time when you're having conversations with people about whether it's how you're feeling or what your goals are or whatever is coming to your mind when you're sharing that with another soul like yes that's beautiful and yes making sure it's like a safe space to be able to share that and like be loved and supported um but when you don't I don't know kind of share that with yourself first and like build that relationship first so you know like this is who I am. This is what I want. This is like what, how I'm feeling. Then when you go to someone else and share your experience or your thoughts or your dreams, that person automatically is putting that through their own filter and are going to share with you based on their own belief systems. And if that's not in a high vibe space, like that's going to totally knock you down. You know what I mean? It's not, not supportive. It's not going to make you feel like, yes, I can do this. Like one, I'm actually rereading the four agreements right now. And that was like what I was reading about this morning is like, you know, everybody, it's like being impeccable with, with your word, but also knowing that like nothing, you can't take anything personal. Like what people are saying to you is through their own lens, their own experience, which, you know, again, 
I've always been such a proponent of like, you have to be your own best friend first. You have to like date yourself before you call in that partner who's really going to be loving and supporting. And that whole concept was something that was so transformational for my own life. And I love to share that. So again, I think it's really cool that that came up. And the other part with filling up your own cup and making sure you're really like, again, like you said, not pouring from that empty space is exactly how I've been feeling these last six months. And I remember voice messaging back and forth with you and being like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, I'm just so like, I think I got to this point in my life where I was working full time as a nurse. I thought that I was going to be happy once I hit this point. And I'm like, I'm throwing. And again, then when I transitioned into being full time in my business, I was like, so busy doing the work and hustling and doing the things that I completely put my own practice to the side without really realizing it and thinking, oh, this is like just what I have to do now. And this is like what it takes. And it's like really unraveling that whole illusion that like in order to have a successful business, you have to like throw yourself away. And really in the line of work that you and I both do, it's like, if our cups aren't filled up, we can't be of service to anybody. And I think that's super important to remember. Um, and again, I, I really don't think I realized until, again, I was running my business full time and I'm like, my sales had went down and I'm like, what is going on? Like I was such in flow and things were totally working and I just didn't feel in love with it anymore. And I'm like, I'm resenting my business because I'm like not taking care of myself because I think I have to take care of this instead of me. And that's totally the opposite way around. So again, I just think it's super divine that that just came up. I love that you shared that because it is so, so important, especially if you're an entrepreneur or if you're someone who's really ambitious, but also just in our society as a whole, like we're so addicted to that hustle culture and always doing. And it's, it's true that if you want to create change in your life or you want to reach a goal, you're going to need to be in action. You need to do the things to get there. But there's also another portion of it, which is the being. So a formula I love to share with my clients is being plus action equals results. We have to have both because if you don't have the being, then like you said, you're taking that action from an empty cup. And if we just have the being, like we're kind of just sitting on the couch and uh, like, <laughs> yeah, imagining these things, but we're not taking the action. So both of them are really key. And yeah, I've gone through that same journey with myself where I know that when I'm starting to resent something I'm working towards, or I no longer, you know, want to be in process of working towards it that is a signal to me that I've lost my being because like the emotional component, the excitement for it is no longer there because it then turns into something that I have to do and it's coming from obligation and nobody wants to live like that. Right. And even in the entrepreneurial space, like if you're running your business from that place of like, oh, well, I have to be showing up, like people, that's not like a magnetic space to be in either. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's been super, and it's funny because again, like I started my business with like a wellness coaching and then I moved into like the self-love and confidence space. And I'm like, I teach people how to do this, but like, I have to take my own advice. And it was so crazy. Cause again, I was in that full embodiment, but it's like, it doesn't matter how far along you are on this journey. Like you got to deepen your practice. And I just think it's so, 
that's just been like, again, like just even having like a really solid morning practice of like three hours to myself. Like I got back from a walk before this to make sure my energy was in a good space. Like did my meditation, did my yoga, did my reading. Like it, it just makes such a profound impact on the rest of my day. And like, again, I think it's just so overlooked with like the hustle culture that we're in. Like you were saying, it's like, we have to be doing or else we're not, you know, it's that whole tying our worth or our value and like how much we can achieve or how much we're doing or what our title is. But it's like, if you're not happy, none of it matters. <laughs> like that's the thing I think we need to remember. Totally. I love saying now like success is how I feel. Mm. Like, not what I do, not the results. Because if I'm not feeling happy, like I don't want any of that stuff anyways. Right. Yeah. And that's even like the law of attraction piece of it too is like, if you're in that place of like, again, feeling the success, feeling those feelings, like how you were saying before is like, how can you feel into the feelings of what you want a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. And, and again, I think also, I love to teach like the whole acting as if as well, and like embodying those things now, but I, it, it ultimately comes down to how do you feel and how can you do things? Like if you want to live, like I'm also, and again, I think you and I are very similar. <laughs> and I think that's part of the reason why we've attracted to one another, but like, I don't know, with the whole like wanting to live in the trap in like a tropical place where it's like this kind of stuff is just like the day-to-day -day living and it's slower and it's like more in that feminine. Like I, I, instead of, cause that was a big thing that tripped me up for a long time. I'm like, how can I move? Like as soon as I graduated high school, I'm like, after I graduate college, I'm leaving, I'm going somewhere far away. Like I'm doing whatever, like I want to go live at the beach. And now I'm like, it's funny too. Cause now that I've ask myself like why do I want to do that and again it's like because I want to feel relaxed I want to feel like I'm living life on my own pace I want to have plenty of time for all the things that I love now that I'm living that in my own life now I'm like I don't necessarily need to move like I I love it there but I'm like also starting to appreciate the season changes in Ohio and it's just interesting to see how it, how all of that flows so yeah yeah I think we don't realize like we get really attached to a, sh a certain vision or goal whether that truly is like our soul desire or whether it's something that society has planted into us like that's kind of besides the point but like you know we get this desire and we get so attached to it sometimes and we forget that like you said that desire is actually for a certain feeling and then there are actually infinite ways to feel that same feeling. So we almost think that there's only one path to go to create happiness or whatever the feeling is for you, but that's, that's not true. And then like, if we, if we think that there's only one path and we're on that path, trying to create that reality for ourselves, but you know, it's not happening, how we want it to look or when we want it to then we feel like such a failure and then you know like i said before we feel so separate from it and then we no longer enjoy where we are right now but yeah we forget that there are so many different ways that you can cultivate that same 
like essence of that desire with what you have in your current circumstances, like just like you're explaining. So huge. I know. And I, and even too, like knowing that different things are going to be helpful at different times of your life and like being okay with like, this doesn't feel like for a while I'm like, Oh, I don't, my morning practice doesn't feel as magical as it used to. And in a way I feel like I was kind of guided to go down this journey as we always are. Right. It's like these lessons are always coming up for us. And I always love to say like, we're always exactly where we need to be. But I think if I wouldn't have went down that whole kind of period of the hustle and the, I wouldn't even say hustle, but just putting so much of my focus and my attention on my business at the expense of my, my own practice. And again, my, my basic needs were met. Like I was all, everything, I was okay, but I didn't feel in that expansive energy. Like I would have never, I don't think I would have ever realized that that was so necessary. And like, we wouldn't have ever had this conversation now and whoever's listening right now wouldn't be hearing this. Like it, it all unfolds for gosh, such a beautiful, in such a beautiful way. But I was just going to ask you like with your life and your business, cause even in the whole topic of like life purpose and all of these things, like if we're so hell bent on doing it our way and controlling it and like, this is my destination and it's like a well, straight street, like there, you don't allow yourself to be guided. And like, I always say like the universe has such bigger plans than we can even imagine. Like we have no idea, like we have an idea of what we want five years from now. And it's empowering to think like, Oh, like I can create my reality. And again, we are every single day, but it's, and again, taking the action. But again, it's like, you don't even know what, what the possibility is out there. Right. So it's like letting yourself be open to like, okay, this doesn't feel good anymore. Now this feels better and letting things unfold. Like just for example, um, so like I still live in the town that I grew up in. I played volleyball growing up. I've been coaching for six years and I just had a really funky encounter with a woman and you guys will hear, you guys, this is the second time you're hearing this on the podcast if you're listening because I told it in my other interview because it came up. Um, but I, so like I went and set up my business bank account at the bank, like got all that stuff set up and I had to go back and get my credit card set up. And the, I met with somebody different than I normally meet with for one. So I'm like, it's like, whatever. I was not even really thinking anything of it. And then we sit down and she's like, okay, like, tell me about your business. Like, tell me about the work that you do. And I was explaining, like, you know, I help people virtually with like, I like I'm a virtual life coach helping people with like everything from self-love and confidence to like the spirituality and the manifesting. And I was really just like giving her the whole rundown. And she's like, you know, that's amazing. But like, have you ever thought about doing that locally for like the younger girls? And I was like, no, but like, I've been coaching for eight, like six years. Like I was like, I totally have like the clientele already. So I was like, it's funny that you say that. And she was asking me like, about like, oh yeah, like, you know, are you interested in yoga? And I was like, yeah, like I'm like one module away from completing my teacher training. Like I, like everything she was saying was so aligned and she's like, yeah, it just might be something to like think about. So like knowing me, I'm like, okay, I, I'm very much like when I have the inspired action, I'm like, let's do it. Like, let's go. I'm hosting my first like in-person wellness and empowerment event for girls anywhere 7th through 12th grade in my area on September 18th. And I'm like, let's just see how this goes. Like it could totally flop. I have no idea, but like, I feel like I'm being guided and also like, just like in my business. And it's just such a magical story to tell, which is why I'm going in depth with it. But like, I, I felt a, a little stagnant with my business. And I think part of it was like, like I said, with not really being up to like up with my practices and my cup feeling empty, 
but I'm also like, I don't feel as inspired to do what I was doing with like intuitive business coaching. Like I really love the self-love, self-care confidence realm. And then when she said that, I was like, this is so fun. It's just like, it's so interesting to see. I'm like, I feel, and I told her, I'm like, I have goosebumps. Like, I feel like we totally met for a reason. And I like have two girls signed up, two girls who want to come. And I have like, oh, I met with, again, another volleyball coaching client yesterday. And her mom's like, yeah, like I, I run a women's group in like another area of town. And she's like, I would love to bring them. I have like eight to 10 girls. And I'm like, oh my God, like what, everything's just happening. It's so magical to see. Um, so I just would love to hear, I guess, your input on like, letting go of that need to control so that things can flow, but not tapping so far in that divine feminine where it's like, you're not taking the action, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I think like always, always have like your vision in mind and like be an action to create it, but be willing to surrender enough where it doesn't have to look a certain way so like do what you can and what you know to do um but also yeah just be open to be surprised by the universe because when i look i used to plan my life like crazy i was like next year i'm doing this in five years i'm doing this 10 years i'm doing this and when i look back on it now it's all just I know. <laughs> You're like, it doesn't even matter. Out the window. It doesn't even matter. And yeah, like I even used to create so many like New Year's intentions and all of these things that I wanted to do. And this year was the first year that I didn't do that because uh, I just, I just knew myself that what I want to create is going to get created no matter what, because I'm just a really ambitious person. And like, that's my calling. But yeah, it was like me really bringing that feminine aspect in where things, things, if I'm, if I know that I'm going to get to where, wherever it is eventually, like I'm open to it happening however I want it to. Because when I look back at how I found life coaching and how I became a life coach, like I would have, I could have never guessed that was going to happen. And that was like the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I look back at it now, I'm like, well, it was all perfect. Like I can see that I was divinely led on this path. And even though I was doing something before it that I was really into, and I thought that I was going to go like really far with that and love it. Like, I don't see that past endeavor as like a failure or a waste of time or a waste of money or anything like that, because it, it led me to where I am right now. So I guess that's just a little like reassurance for anyone who maybe is in a space right now where they maybe feel like a failure or they're not where they want to be, um, or they're like struggling like you were with your business and like feeling like things were forced and just knowing that where, like you said, where you are is perfect because you have no idea where it's leading you. You have no idea the aha moments that can come out of it, the help that you may seek and where that may lead you. So I don't know, just like never, never think that the doors are closed. The doors are 
always open, especially when you are intentionally on this spiritual journey and you just like have that knowing within you. Like we don't, we don't need to worry <laughs> about our future. Like it's all going to happen exactly as it's meant to, as long as you are taking care of yourself, loving yourself and living an intentional life. Mm, I love it so much. Um, the other question that I just feel like would be really cool to get into is like for anyone who's listening, who maybe has been, maybe they're again, just starting out on their journey, or maybe if they've been along this path for a while and have been living their life from a place of what's expected of them or what they've always been doing, or, um, I don't know, kind of through this, this lens of, again, like the external validation, trying to seek that, how would you, um, what are your tips on helping people to like follow their intuition and like tapping into what that feels like in their body and like different ways to strengthen their awareness with that? Oh, good question. <laughs> it just flows through, you know? <laughs> um, I would definitely like keep journaling and like let yourself daydream mm -hmm. let yourself just brain dump all of your desires and like don't stop just like let them flow one after the one after another and also like don't judge what comes out like some of the des desires that come out they may be from society or other people they may be from soul but just like keep doing that as a practice mm -hmm. and then yeah just really like ask yourself the question like if money weren't an issue if i weren't in the circumstances that i were right now like what would i want my life to look like like if i wasn't held back by anything mm -hmm. and let yourself daydream about that too and then something that has really helped me to filter like is this coming from ego or is this coming from soul is to take one of those desires that came out and ask yourself why seven times why do i want to reach this certain position in my company because i'm going to get a pay raise like why do i want to get a pay raise because I want to live debt free. Why do I want to live debt free? And like, whatever, and just like keep following it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you'll realize, like, oh, like those reasons, like they're not very empowering, or that feels like something someone else told me. So that kind of helps you to discern. But as well, connect to uh, how do I want to feel in my life? What are my core desired feelings? And a really amazing book that you should check out is The Desire Map by Danielle Laporte. And she'll help you through that whole process um, because you can connect like, how do I wanna feel in life with the asking yourself why seven times because eventually it'll probably get to a feeling. So then it, you can see like, are those connected? or getting clear about your values and uh, like cross-referencing your desires with your values and how you want to feel to just see where things are in alignment and like where there's more 
I guess, substance behind the desire, like just kind of getting a full picture of like, why is this in my consciousness? Why am I desiring it? Because sometimes it comes from like a fixing place. I'm trying to fix something about my life or I think it'll make me happier or you're coming from a lack mindset. So yeah, that kind of helps you to see like what's going on and just keep practicing following what feels good and trying that because if it doesn't feel good what you're doing it it's likely something that someone else told you to do or you thought that you should do and just know that like you're your own person and uh, this life is way too precious for you to not live it aligned with soul that's just what i believe um so keep exploring and finding like what does feel good for you like i promise you'll find it and it will lead you to amazing things mm, i love it so much i always i always say if it's not a hell yes it's a hell no and i'm always like such a big proponent of like using your emotions as like your guide because i feel like in society in general at least for myself growing up like i was I, i'm so i'm i believe a sensitive person and i'm like i I'm very sensitive to different things. And again, I think that goes back to like childhood things and like even like childhood traumas of like, you know, and I, I keep seeing this TikTok on my on my feed that's like, oh, like, are you, do you feel like you're an, like an empath or like, do you feel like when you're around people, you like soak up their energy? And I don't know why this is coming up. So maybe it's for somebody who's listening to this, but, and it's like, and so that's like what the client says. And, and the therapist is like, was your household like, you know, it was like, was your mood or was your day depicted on how like your parents' mood was growing up? And I was like, that's so interesting to like, even think about like, oh my God. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. So I just feel like growing up and like, even in your adult life in society, we're so conditioned to like shove your emotions down and just like hustle through it and just push through it and just like, whatever. And it's like, whenever we keep pushing those feelings down and down and down, like the universe will shake you up to be like, we have to look at this shit. Like we can't like just keep avoiding it for forever. And that's why like, as much as I, I kind of go back and forth on like the whole concept of, you know, I think positive thinking and mindset is so important. I think it's like the core, I think that is such a core thing in life in general of like manifesting the things that you want and like living a beautiful life, like we were just talking about. But at the same time, you know, we have to be like our own best friend in that way. And like, act, like really look at like what's going on underneath the surface, like what things are bothering us, like why are we upset? Like, and honor our feelings for ourselves. Like, I think that's huge. Um, there was something else that I was going to say on that topic, but I just, again, I think our emotions are such a, a beautiful guide of like, if something doesn't feel good, like stop forcing yourself to do it. Like, even if it's a job, even if you're like, I need, and you're in that place of like the lack mindset and like the, okay, but this is like what I'm supposed to do. Or like, I have no idea what I'm going to do next. Like if you, and I, again, I don't know why this is coming up either, but maybe you're in a position right now where you're like, I feel like my life right now is sucking my the life out of me. Ask yourself like what areas of your life feel that way and how can you start to shift the way that you do things? So again, cause I, that's how your intuition is going to lead you into where you're meant to be. So I just think that's powerful totally and yeah like just to help people feel like 
not feel so far away from a life that they want to live is yeah to just start small with where you can and like those tiny shifts are going to make such a big difference and they're just going to keep building on each other um but another thing that feels really important for me to share right now is like you know i'm talking about how my spiritual journey has like allowed me to create a really beautiful and fulfilling life but I want to be clear, like, that doesn't mean that my life doesn't have challenge or struggle and doesn't completely suck and I'm not devastated and crying on the floor ever because that is totally, that is totally a part of the whole journey. But I also see that all as beautiful too, Mm. because when I set out on my spiritual journey, I wanted to live a deep and meaningful life, like the full human experience, which includes the quote unquote negative emotions and the positive emotions. Like I like to just view them all as emotions, like neither one is good or bad. But for a long time in my life, like I did not allow myself to feel like doubt or sadness or anger and I what I wasn't having the full human experience like I was limiting myself mm-hmm. and like another another pathway to expand your soul and your life is to allow yourself to feel those feelings because they they allow you to open up to feel even more on like the other end of the spectrum too like we have to be able to feel despair so that we can be able to feel bliss and if we don't allow ourselves to feel bliss or despair and we just like shove them under like yeah that's when the diseases manifest and we get depression or we get anxiety So yeah, that was just coming through. I feel like there's another thing I wanted to share about that. Um, I would say if it comes up, just we'll let it flow. But yeah, I I could not agree more. And again, I feel like it's so interesting too, because I feel like there's so much, there's so much going on right now in the world, obviously, as we both, as we all know. And like, even I've been feeling like the whole social media space has felt super dense with every with everything going on with viewpoints and things and it's like kind of so just I think it's kind of overwhelming and for anybody who feels that way like also allow yourself to like just like seek out the I've been totally feeling like the call to like watch vlogs and watch like funny TikToks and watch things that are just like lighthearted because I feel like again the the planet's been in such a such a such a shit storm <laughs> over the last year and a half almost two years and it's like we have to also welcome in the joy of like how can we find the joy in these little moments and like I know for a lot of people the last especially when COVID first started and everything like it was everybody was home and there was you know life was slower and all these things but for any of my people who work in healthcare like I we were still working full-time we were still in it like it was so like talk about trauma, like it was, it was overwhelming, right? So I guess I just feel like for anybody, and again, I have no idea why this is coming through, but it's for a reason, like for anybody who's feeling like that heavy energy, or maybe like you're in the online space, like with maybe your work is on social media or it involves social media and you've been feeling, 
drained, I guess, from the experience, like allow yourself to set boundaries, allow yourself to, again, look for the, look for the pleasure in life. Just like Erica was talking about with like the spiritual leisure of like, how can you start enjoying, like, how can you just like put your phone away and just like be more present in what you're doing and care a little bit less about what else, what other people are doing? Cause again, I think that comparison, and I would love to hear your perspective on this, but like, I think especially in the business space, it's like, that comparisonitis of like, oh my God, well, this person's doing a similar business and they're doing this, or maybe I should be doing that. And it leads us down this like rabbit hole. It's like, we got to stay in our own lane. And again, that's where I think it's huge to be like, if you're feeling drained from something right now, like take a break. Like no, you don't have to keep doing it. Right. So I just think, I don't know, that's been on my heart to share. <laughs> no, I love that you said that because sometimes Sometimes I feel like I've had people reflect to me, like, how can you like feel so good when like the world is in such a disastrous place right now? And I don't know, I choose, like, I don't want to like make this into spiritual bypassing. So I hope it doesn't come across that way, but it's really just like what you focus on, like, yeah, there is so much devastation in the world, but like there always has been. And there is also beautiful, amazing things at the same time. So it's not like wrong or you shouldn't feel shame or guilt for allowing yourself to still be able to cultivate happiness and fulfillment, whatever those joyful feelings are for yourself while others are still suffering because like you are still worthy of feeling that happiness even if other people aren't and it's just the full human experience like we all we all experience the ups and the downs um and the more that you allow yourself to find joy whatever percentage it looks like to you like the more that's going to spread out to the rest of the world and uh, people are going to make different lifestyle changes and uh, have different conversations, which can lead to like different policy changes. And like, that is what's going to help raise the vibration of the entire planet so that there isn't so much of uh, this destruction happening. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if anyone ever feels like a similar way as I do sometimes that like, even when there's, horrible things happening in the world like we still get to feel good and uh, um like us empowering ourselves like is going to fill our cups again so that we can help the other people who need it and create change rather than just accepting the world as it is like it doesn't have to be that way I love that. Well, and it, go, it goes right back to what we started with, like with filling up your own cup first, because again, like you can't, and I feel like for all of my people who are in this caregiver role, whether you're a mother or in the coaching space or therapist or healthcare worker, what, or any way that, I mean, I think we all are in service in our own ways, but really like, I think it's such a misconception that we have to put our own health and well-being and just like I think well-being as a whole, like mind, body, and soul, especially, and again, I'm talking to my nurses who are listening to this, because I think it's really, really needed, like, if we're sacrificing our own 
like we can only care for people. And again, this is for everybody as well. We can only care for people to the extent that we care for ourselves. And like, like you just said, like energy is so powerful. Like, like that's why it is so just like Erica just said, it's so necessary for us to be in our empowerment and pursuing the things that we want to pursue and feeling, and again, taking care of ourselves and practicing the self-love and the self-care, like, cause it be, creates a ripple effect, right? Cause then you, they, somebody sees you doing these things and that's why I love social media as well. And on the other side of it, I love it as well. But again, I've been setting such just like stronger boundaries. Cause again, I feel like I absorb a lot and I'm like, that doesn't make me feel good either. So it's like remembering too, that when you share your, I don't know, morning practice or yoga flow, or if you're going to out a walk at a park or whatever you're sharing of like ways that you're taking care of yourself, like you're, you have no idea who you're inspiring to take that first step of like, oh yeah, like that actually sounds really good. Like maybe I need that today, whether that's online which again, like can impact so many more people than just like the people in our day-to-day -day reality, but also like your partners and your friends and your family and your coworkers. Like when we can really show up in our full embodiment of like just respecting and loving ourselves. Cause again, I don't think that's as normalized as it should be. Like that's when, again, someone else sees that as inspiration. And then when they do it, then they inspire their family member to do it. And then they inspire their coworker. And it's like, then we all feel better. And then we're not so it's, it lifts the energy, I guess is what I'm trying to explain. 100%. Like, I see, I see this spiritual journey as empowering yourself, become a sovereign being so that you can create a fulfilling life, whatever that looks like to you. And uh, like, devotion to yourself and your well-being mm -hmm. is like the number one thing that needs to happen for you to be able to uh, achieve self-actualization or step towards it and just keep empowering yourself and expanding more and more. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have anything else on your heart to share before we wrap this up? I think what I want to share is just like, wherever anyone is right now, um, to just know that like, you're so special and it's okay. And wherever you are is not wrong. And uh, like you also get to experience a life aligned with your soul, no matter how far away you might feel like that right now. Like you are already on the path if you are listening to this podcast. So just keep following the breadcrumbs and uh, trusting yourself. And uh, yeah, you will live the life that you're meant to live. It's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful energy and wisdom. And just thank you for being here. Um, if you want to go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, what you have going on with your work right now, ways to work with you, all of those beautiful things. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. So uh, again, my name is Erica Bame and you can find me on Instagram. So my handle is at Erica. E-R-I-K-A period inner 
I-N-N-E-R period essence, E-S-S-E-N-C-E, at erica.inner.essence. And yeah, feel free to follow me or send me a message and let me know like what you resonated most with from this podcast. And uh, yeah, we can just have a chat about whatever it is that you're seeking or you're inspired by or you're lit up by in life. And I would just love to have a relationship with you. So amazing. And I will leave, uh, I will leave Erica's Instagram below. And then again, any other links that you would like me to include, I will go ahead and do that as well. Um, so go ahead and check the show notes or the description, depending on where you are watching or listening. And thank you guys so much for being here and hanging out with us. It was, it again, is just such an honor. So thank you so much for being on here. I appreciate it so much. Of course. Thanks for having me. Of course.